or scripture reading schedule in that first portion, as you find it in the bulletin, brings us from chapter 26 of the book of of Jeremiah through chapter 33. In chapters 26 through 29, we have the record of several prophecies where Jeremiah brings from the Lord an opposition to the lies that are brought by false prophets. These lies were easy for the people to believe because they were what the people wanted to hear and what the leaders approved. But popularity and approval of men is never the measure of truth. God's word is truth. And we ought always to give God's word our complete allegiance, the first and highest place. Do we hear profitably? God's word tears down the popular lies which bring destruction. So it was in Jeremiah's day. God's word guides us through hardships, preserving us for his glory. But the correction and instruction of God's word may be unpleasant in our sinful ears. And again, so it was for the people of old. They preferred the lies and so hated God's word, his message, and his messenger. Chapter 29 brings comfort through a hard word. Jeremiah sends word to the exiles already taken to Babylon. He calls for them to settle down, to seek, to prosper, as God watches over them during the time of judgment. Here is where we find that that somewhat familiar passage concerning prayers for the peace of the city where they dwell, even in captivity. It's Jeremiah 29, verses 5 through 7. Build houses and dwell in them, plant gardens and eat their fruit, take wives and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands, so that they may bear sons and daughters, that you may be increased there and not diminished, and seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive, and pray to the Lord for it, for in its peace you will have peace. Jeremiah goes on to remind them of the 70 years appointed by the Lord, guiding them spiritually and assuring them of the good that God will bring when that time would be fulfilled. Chapters 30 through 33, the closing portion of the schedule, for this week, turn from judgment to prophecies of restoration. Here, the promises are deep and wide. God will bring back the captives and reunite his people under a new covenant with the son of David ruling over them. The New Testament guides us to understand the shadows of fulfillment that the people of old experienced and the fullness of these things in the coming of Messiah, the son of David. Here in chapter 31, we find the language of the new covenant. Christ speaks of this new covenant in establishing the sacrament of Holy Communion. We find his language of the new covenant in Luke 22. Paul mentions being a minister of this new covenant in 2 Corinthians 3. And of course, the writer of Hebrews cites this passage at length in Hebrews chapter 8. It is in this context, chapter 31 the new covenant, that we have the record of the Lord reinforcing his marvelous promises of restoration by having Jeremiah 
purchase land in his hometown of Anathoth. What's remarkable here is that the Lord orchestrates this purchase while Jerusalem is under siege and Jeremiah is in prison. The whole thing seems crazy, but the Lord makes the point to his prophet and through him to those who would hear the message that the current judgment is not the final word. The purpose and promise of God in redemption are sure sure, and he will bring them to pass. He who uh, gave the promise is sure as the sovereign to accomplish the promise. And we who believe in the post-millennial victory of Christ would do well to remember this lesson that was taught to Jeremiah. We must not measure God's promises by our present circumstances, nor suppose that God will accomplish his promises in obvious ways that we expect. Chapter 33 gives great encouragement in this regard, pointing forward to Christ as the branch of righteousness. The New Testament shows us the unexpected way that David's covenant is fulfilled in Christ's present rule and reign. David's descendants are said to be innumerable here, and so those who believe in Christ are made co-heirs with him and sons of God through adoption, an innumerable host. So too, we can understand the promises of perpetual ministry promised here to the Levites. We have been made worshipers of God in his new covenant temple, gathering in his presence to offer up the sacrifices of praise. We carry forth the presence of God within us as living sacrifices, perpetually serving God and seeking his glory in all that we do. Let me read in your hearing this morning a portion from Jeremiah 33. We'll begin at verse 14 and read through verse 22. If you are able, please stand with me in honor of God's holy word. And hear with reverence this, God declares, that which is holy, infallible, and inerrant in all its parts. Jeremiah 33 beginning at verse 14. Let us hear with reverence and heed. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I have promised to the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause to grow up to David a branch of righteousness. He shall execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will dwell safely. And this is the name by which she will be called, the Lord our righteousness. For thus says the Lord, David shall never lack a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel, nor shall the priests, the Levites, lack a man to offer burnt offerings before me, to kindle grain offerings, and to sacrifice continually. And the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Thus says the Lord, If you can break my covenant with the day and my covenant with the night, so that there will not be day and night in their season, then my covenant may also be broken with David, my servant, so that he shall not have a son to reign on his throne. 
and with the Levites, the priests, my ministers, as the host of heaven cannot be numbered, nor the sand of the sea measured, so will I multiply the descendants of David, my servant, and the Levites who minister to me. Thus ends the reading of God's holy word. You may be seated. 